The Six Nations on Off the Ball with Vodafone. Official sponsors of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. They had a really aggressive D, you know, they mm. really were. They were hot off their heels, straight up. You know, you're sort of looking at it going, OK, was that onside? Mm. You know, that they were so sharp. Um, again, Nicole Fowley, who came in at 10, I thought she had some nice moments, you know, but she hasn't played for Ireland really for a couple of years. She's that, this you know, was only her third, fourth cap. Um, she has a lovely kicking game, but you're not going to get that opportunity, I suppose, to to do that against England. Um, so Seni Nopu had a few handling errors, which is totally uncharacteristic of her last night. By you know? far and away your most experienced back as well. This is it. And, you know, you sort of needed her to, to pull them together mm. and to, to bring them through. I thought Michelle Claffey at 12 had a couple of nice moments, OK? Um, you know, she stepped inside, has a nice step. We didn't see enough of Lauren Delaney at full back, you know, Ema Constantine on the wing. And they'd been playing really well over November. You know, they played well in, in Twickenham, you know, against England. They'd played really well last week against Wales in the warm-up match. So we just didn't hold on to the ball enough. We didn't, you know, go through the phases and it was a bit one directional, you know, our runners taking it up, you mm. know, straight off nine or straight off ten and not really moving the ball out. So look at it, I suppose, I don't know what the game plan was going into it, um, but we didn't really see a, a game plan as such yeah, there. Yeah, that's pretty damning. I'm not trying to be damning. You know, I've been there and, um, but we were getting score lines like that, but... Mm. I suppose this is so, like, this is, God, you know, 20 years on, like, you yeah. know, and it, it should have evolved past that. But I'm giving them a pass on Six last night. winning a Grand Slam. This is it. You're losing <coughs> by over 40 points. Yeah. No, it's not. You're dead right. It's not It's not acceptable. Um, you know, as I said, going into it, I thought, well, if they kept them under 15, 20 differential, that would have been maybe where we're at. Um, so yeah, it was really it was disappointing. I have to say. Do you think that's as well to do with the change in the guard? You know, like you're leaving out someone experiences new Briggs and you're changing positions, and you've kind of got to expect one or two results. Okay, you don't want to ship that amount of points, but is it nearly okay with England up first? Damage limitation to a small degree. Mm. Just get through this, and then we can evolve our game plan yeah. going into the next week. But they didn't damage limitate very yeah. well, did mm. they? Do you know? Yeah. In yeah. fact, yeah. like you go over fifty points, you're sort of going. Like it is a hiding, yeah, whatever course, way you yeah. try to, to dress it up. Absolutely changing of the guard. But, and I suppose, you know, we've discussed here, um, you know, back in January on, you know, on the Neve Briggs situation. She's a standout 10 at the moment in the AIL. Okay. Is she? She, like, she is. She no, is. genuinely is. Like, is fitter than ever. You know, last year, she probably shouldn't have played. She was brought back in. Now, she agreed to play, yeah. but she wasn't fit. Okay. And she didn't have a good Six Nations. Whereas she is playing you know, the AIL. Now, saying that, the standard of the AIL isn't great either. Okay, you have one team in Munster, okay, that's in Division 1, you have one team in, in Connacht, you know, in Galwegians, and then, you know, you have the D4s, as I like to say, and you have Cook up in, <laughs> in Ulster, you know, so, and the standard, you've got, um, you've got Railway Union in Old Belvo, UL Bowes. And outside of that? Outside of that, it's, you know, then you're meeting those score lines that we had last yeah. night. So I think that's where a huge amount of work has to be done. You know, you look at the Turles Premiership, they're getting 3,000 to watch matches. They're streamed, they're televised, you know, so they're all playing this high level week in, week out. They're getting that intensity. Whereas, no offence, but if you're coming down to Anacotti, you know, to play on the pitch there, 
in the AIL. It's um, it's, you know, it's, too big, it's too big a jump then when you go to test level. Huge. So we had our Interpros, which um, was you know back in um, September October time, and the standard. It was almost like it was too early in the season mm. because you know I'd seen a couple of the matches and back down in Cork again for, and it was like. Okay, you know, so, but I know a lot of work's been done behind the scenes and there's been a lot of, I suppose, a lot of stuff been put into the, you know, to the provinces and to the grassroots and they're looking at evolving and changing the AIL structure. So I know that's part of the strategy. Okay, we just need to hurry it up a bit, don't we, and sort of look at how it might evolve. You know, for me, it's almost like we need to look at the way they were proposing that the men's would be. You know, they were just going to restructure the AIL for mm. the men and um, that, you know, you, they were going to have your super clubs with the academy players from each province going in. So there'd be two in Munster, two in, in Connacht and two in Dublin and two in Ulster, you know, and then the Dublin teams, I think, objected that they'd only have two, which you can understand as well. But something as radical as that needs to happen in the AIL if that's going to be our flagship tournament for the domestic game. Otherwise, we need to look at the interprovincial series and doubling it up. So at the moment, they all just play one game against each other. So we need to play home and away and we need to make that our tournament. So yeah. either are. Or even, or, or maybe even more clashes of, of the interprovincial sides because that, that's it's what I'm understandably saying. it's, yes. a, high, it's yeah. a higher level yeah. and maybe closer to the Six Nations. Yeah, possibly, you know, and that's, uh, and we've dabbled with that sort of thing mm. over the years, you know, in that having it in the December, you know, and having it that it goes AIL into pros, um, you know, but then you see you have now that they've, you know, they've in fairness committed to the two autumn internationals going forward. So where do you put that right, in? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's about piecing the jigsaw. But the AIL, as I say, it's not functioning enough. Now, the marketing and everything is going in behind it. And you see some double headers and, you know, shared fixtures and everything, which is great. But it's just, like as I say, you have three teams and then you have the rest. And it's just the geographical spread. Like there isn't an AIL team in Cork. You know, Highfield haven't fielded, you know, Ballincollig, try, you know. So the, the, how can you not have another how, team how in Munster? There, how is there no team from Cork? So Highfield were in it and then, you know, they they got relegated and couldn't field and various different things the last couple of seasons, mm. okay. Um, and Ballincollig tried, so I suppose Cork people might be able to tell you better into whatever the yeah. politics is or whatever about it. But So is that an issue then at schools level? Is it an issue at... Underage level? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. And I know something else that the RFU are looking at is the university side of things, okay, and the student side of things. Mm. And perhaps looking at that competition as well as a way to improving. So th- there is this vision and there is, you know, things going in place. But you come out last night then and you go, that's still a hammering. You know, with all the best will in the world and not damning anyone that played but it's still a really bad result. And then your credibility then off that as an international team. And like you said, we beat New Zealand in 2014. We're in the semi-final of a World Cup, you know. And we look at what's going to happen tonight. Ireland Sevens women are in yeah. the semi-final of a World Series event for the first time, which is huge. So that shows that we have talented players and we have a pathway in place there that is allowing us to be top eight in the world at sevens mm. and now, you know, into the top four with the aim, obviously, to qualify for, for Tokyo, you know, and that's a, a complicated process. So um, there's just, I suppose, when the desire and the will is there, yeah, you know, we can be top four in the world, whether it's 15s or whether can it's the both? sevens. Can we do both? So right at the moment, we can't do both. But what's the desire to bring the 15s up to, to that level? And like, so say... 
some very good girls. Like Amy Lee Murphy Crow has never played for Ireland at 15. So I've been watching her play since she was 17. You know, she played for Munster um, back then. And then she's been, she is one of the standout performers in the World 7 series, regardless. Okay, it would be great to have her. Bevine Parsons starred there yesterday, you know, for, for Ireland 7s at, at 17. You've got Eve Higgins, who is potentially the fly half that we need and that we're looking for over with the 7s. It's really hard when they clash, but it'd be interesting now after yeah. Sydney, will they bring them back in for the third, fourth and fifth games of the Six Nations? Well, that's Nations? what I was going to ask. And yeah. listen, you can't speak on, on their behalf and we'll, oh, get God, a chance, no. we'll get a chance to talk to them. But is your sense that like they're having a very good time of it, it seems. Mm-hmm. like it's, it's They're I'd working be, very hard. They're working incredibly hard, but yeah. they're getting to see the world. They're being treated in a professional manner. Mm-hmm. They're getting resources put in. You'd wonder, they're looking at that and then they're thrown back into a 15 system that probably feels quite amateurish to them. I don't know. And this has come up, you know, year after year Mm. in terms of 15s versus 7s. I think the girls are all supportive of each other. You know, Hannah Tyrrell came back from the 7s last year and fitted back in, you know, scored a fabulous try, you know, Mm. against Wales. Um, Louise Galvin has been in and out. It's just, it's difficult to coordinate it. Every country finds that. So even France now are sacrificing a little bit this week and next for the women's to be in Sydney. Okay, England obviously have a huge player pool, Mm. so it's easier. But England are really struggling at the sevens now. So we're not unique in that. that, And we have such a smaller player pool. Like there's less playing rugby than there is basketball for women, you know, much less than is playing camogie. So and the talent ID program that that's that's really good. That works. The biggest, biggest hole for me is the lack of an under 20s women's team, international 15s team, okay, or in under 18s. That's where I feel there needs to be an emphasis. And I know what the RFU will say and are saying that maybe we don't have the, we don't have the girls at the moment, enough of them to be competitive at that level. So over the next few weeks, England are playing Scotland and Wales at under 18s and under 20s. And do you know what? It'd almost be acceptable to get beaten by 40 points at under yeah. 20s if in two years' time, those under 20s well, actually, I'm 22 now and I'm not afraid of England and I'm going out because I've, I've learned. And I've played against these all the way up. Exactly, exactly. So for me, it's it's a thing that I, I really, really feel strongly about. You know, they have an under 18 sevens side that goes and plays in, in tournaments and wins them. So if we put it in, you know, and yes, it is a little bit more resources and yes, it is, um, you know, more time and more commitment. But there has to be a pathway because the drop off in girls playing sport at 15, 16, 17, regardless of whether they're good or not, is huge. So that's the much. Well, also, if you're an extremely talented 14 or 15 year old Mm. rugby player, it's it's easy to say to them, you're going to be on the under 18 squad next year. You'll be playing for the under 18s in two years as to saying stick with it in six or seven years you'll be in yeah. that senior team it's too well, that's it. And clear goals you know they have they have an under 18s interprovincials okay and they have been doing skills camps and everything you know over the over the mm. Christmas even in, in the provinces and that's great but it, it's the next piece and like I'm coaching under 14s now at Brough there is some hugely talented athletes there already but some of them are props right okay they don't know it yet, but they're not going to be sevens players. So it's it's these it's all very well for the really quick, talented, fit, fast ones. And they, you know, yeah, and there is a lovely pathway there, you know, and that you might become sevens and then you might transition back to fifteens. But what about the slightly slower second rows or the props or, you know, that they need to see that there's pathways there for them as well. So that okay, it's not just 
you know, it's about the whole team. It's not just about the ones that are elite enough to be seven-a-side players. Yeah. There's a lot in it. We'll probably have a... There's a, a lot better. in it. We could go on forever, we couldn't got, we? we yeah. got, and we'll come back to it for definite. And also, we'll probably get a better assessment, hopefully, of exactly where I, this team is. I think is we'll see where we are. We'll see, and let's week. give them that latitude. Mm. That's what I'm looking for right. in the short term. The Six Nations on Off the Ball with Vodafone. Official sponsors of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us.